Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie. And it is December. December. We're sitting here on the couch looking at a fire and a Christmas tree, and it's really hard to imagine we're already here. I know, but it's so cozy. It is. It's very cozy cozy. in here. It's a messy day outside. We're recording, and it's we're snuggled in by the fire and just looking at the twinkling lights, and it just makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I love Christmas. I love the decorations. I don't like putting them up, though. No, no, no. Oh, well, last year we kind of had a fiasco with the tree. So a few years ago, we bought this Christmas tree, and our old one was just, it was small and ugly, and we needed to get rid of it. And um, and so we were walking through the Christmas tree store. I don't know the store. What was it? So, And so we're walking through, and we see this beautiful tree, and it was very much like Christmas vacation. This light from heaven shone <laughs> down on it, illuminated it, and basically an angel showed up and said, that's your tree. That's it. That's we it. We were all in a fray, just like the Bible says. So anyway, so we, um, so we, Bonnie looks at the tree and she says, I think that's too big for our house. I'm like, no, Bonnie, we've got 14 feet ceilings. This is a 12 foot tree. Well, we wanted something that would be slender and fit in the corner, but right. but tall. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, so I'm like, yeah, so we get it, we bring it home and we start putting it together. And as I'm up on my ladder, putting the pieces in place, I realize quickly, mm-hmm. we don't have 14 feet ceilings. We have 12 foot ceilings. <laughs> and a 12 foot tree. And a 12 foot tree. And I'm like, oh my word, this thing is huge. And I'm having to scrunch down the top of the tree to get the angel on and um and so we get down we're looking at we're like maybe we should take it back yeah and we look on the box and it says do not return to store (laughs) call this number to ship back to manufacturer we're like nope Uh, we're keeping the tree tree. yeah but it was one of those we took a we we spent more than we we normally would because we went we wanted one that had the lights it was a pre-lit had the lights already on it and um, to make our lives easier because that's always the worst part is putting the lights on. It seems like that takes forever. So we got that, and that was about, what, six, seven years ago maybe? Um, maybe six years ago. Well, last Christmas yeah, we, we, we put the tree up, and about half of the lights didn't work. And I spent, I mean, the kids were all excited. Let's put up the tree. It was on a Saturday. We thought, oh, no big deal. So I spent the next three days while they were at school trying to find which ones worked. And and eventually I cut every one of those stupid lights out of the tree. Because Bonnie has this wonderful thing about her personality that if, like, two lights are out, it's she's got to she's got to work for like a week no, to get it fixed. No, it wasn't two lights. It was like two or three strands of lights. It was <laughs> terrible. And so we, I had to, we, anyway, we... Long story short, last year we decided, all right, we're done with the pre-lit lights in this tree, but we got this tree now. We cut them all out, and now we have a regular massive tree. It's funny, though, because every time someone comes over to our house, Uh the first thing they say is, oh, wow, that tree. It's big. And, And I'm like. Yes, yeah. I know. Here's a story. Yeah, but it's up, and it's we need to great. post. We need to post a picture of it in the uh, show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big old honking massive tree. But anyway, it makes us happy. Yeah, and but putting up the Christmas decorations. Decorations. That's how you say that word. I don't know if you guys have traditions when you do that, mm-hmm. um, but we do. And what's funny about traditions is. Maybe this is different for you guys, but for us, we never set out 
to create traditions. Mm. Traditions just kind of happen. And yeah. with Josie, oh man, that girl, if you do it once, you got to do it the next year. We did something like six years ago and that became tradition. The next year we did it one time. Oh, remember our tradition? So it's yeah. like tradition after tradition. So we have to, yeah. when we put up the, the, the Christmas tree, we have to play um, Harry Connick Jr., Michael Bublé, Christmas music while mm-hmm. we're doing it. Jazzy Christmas. Jazzy Christmas. And um, and then we have to watch Elf <laughs> as soon as it's done. And then when we get to the part where he jumps in the tree, Josie has to say, oh, daddy, 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 watch. This is the best part. <laughs> because she knows that's my favorite part. Yep. And uh, and then anytime Elf is about to leave, whenever he leaves the North Pole to come down <laughs> and the big whale thing yeah, comes up. Norwal thing. Norwal thing comes up. We all have to say together, bye, Hi, buddy. buddy. I hope, hope you find, find your dad. dad. Yep. And that's so fun. That's Christmas traditions, and they don't start purposefully usually. Yeah. But you look back, and you're like, that has become a tradition. Well, my family had tons of traditions. I tell you, I had kind of a script that my family followed. Yes, it was did. like with all of the grandkids together, we would get there at my grandma's house. We'd take down the stockings right away while grandma was finishing up supper. We'd eat supper. Then all the grandkids would put on a little Christmas play for the, the grown-ups, and then we would open presents, and then we would eat dessert. It just was the same every year. So I mm. had in my mind when we got married this is what Christmas is supposed to be like it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like Christmas unless we do this and and then I realized our traditions look different but we still have them you were really sad for a while because we were on church staff well we still are but we were on production staff worship staff and our Christmas Eve was was six seven Christmas Eve services which we loved but Bonnie you beat yourself up because you felt like the kids didn't have a Christmas tradition well, because and they would spend the 23rd and 24th with a sitter when they were little mm-hmm. because they were too little. And we would be at the church those two days. And I'm like, man, I feel like my kids are missing out. But they loved that we had one girl. It wasn't one just a sitter. It was no. a special person. Yeah. And now they're like, them. why don't we ever get to spend time with her on, on Christmas yeah. Eve anymore? And, and Bonnie kind of came to this point where she's like, I just wish we had traditions for our kids. And then I remember you just in conversation asked Josie, Josie, what are some of the your favorite things, you know, our tradition? And she went on for about yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> tradition, And you came back and you said, okay, we do have a ton of Christmas traditions. Yeah. It's just yeah. different. And it yeah. looks different. So it, it it's, and this is the time of year when we tend to be intentional about our traditions. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are too. And what is it about traditions, Bonnie, that are so, that's so special? I don't I think they evoke emotions in us and they stir up our hearts and and they make us think of good times or or sometimes, you know, just um, melancholy. It mm-hmm. makes me feel melancholy sometimes when I think about, you know, our things we did as children, but things are different now. But um, th- but traditions kind of bring up some powerful emotions and mm-hmm. and good in a lot of good ways. But what if we could capture that same idea of having the traditions and bring it into our everyday life Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today but first we have a special edition of christmas lightning round all right here we go this is our special edition of christmas lightning round bonnie i'm going to ask you a question then i'm going to ask you one and we're going to go back and forth for one minute one minute all right you ready ready here we go i'm going first 
Go. Go. All right, what's your favorite Christmas song? Uh, um, 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 oh, Holy Night. Mm, that's good. Uh, what movie do you have to watch every December? Uh, Christmas Vacation. Yes. Well, we have to watch Elf because that's our yes. Christmas vacation yep. for me. Yep. Um, can you name all of Santa's reindeer? <laughs> um, uh, with all this in the background. You know. Da- Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Common Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Wow, that was really fast. Uh, can let's see, pumpkin or pecan pie? Um, I'm gonna go with pumpkin pie. I love pecan pie, but I'm going with pumpkin pie. All right. All right. Do you prefer white or colored lights or uh, blue lights? No, I like I like white lights. <laughs> <laughs> Body laugh because there's a story behind blue lights. We'll tell y'all in a minute. Yep. Um, let's see. What Christmas song would you be okay never hearing again? Oh. Um, <laughs> Okay, when is the soonest you think Christmas decorations should go up? Um, I think it should go up in the, like, I, I think I would prefer to wait till after Thanksgiving, but the kids like it earlier. Okay. Um, so, how long should they stay up? They need to come down before New Year's. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. What's your favorite Christmas dessert or candy? Um, the peanut butter haystacks. Mm, yes, I um, And what what is one of your favorite Christmas traditions? Um, I think it might be, mm, gosh, it's so hard. Um, I like putting up the tree, elf, that whole thing, but I hate putting up the tree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the, the tradition of it, but mm-hmm. I, actually, I love our, our getaways after Christmas because uh, yeah, I'm off that yeah. week and, and all that. So mm-hmm. is there a Christmas tradition you'd like to do away with? Putting up the tree? Uh, taking down the decorations. If taking them down. Okay, finish this sentence. It won't feel like Christmas unless... Uh, too late, the song ended. Uh, okay. <laughs> it won't feel like Christmas unless... Um, unless I see Christmas vacation. Okay. <laughs> I was saying until we light candles at our church. Oh, that is so much better. Yep. That's a better. Yep. That's a better answer. Okay, so that was fun. All right, we got to tell you guys about the blue Christmas light story uh, before we dive in. Do we have to? This is so funny. So years ago when Bonnie and I were on the road traveling, um, occasionally we would have a pastor, student pastor, worship pastor bring us back in like year after year. Yeah. And we would get to be good friends with those people. And so we had one in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana that would bring us back in year after year. And they got to be some good friends of ours. And so we were uh, driving around, looking at Christmas lights, or doing something with mm-hmm. them. I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, no, no. It was like in January, February, and there were still Christmas lights up that we saw somebody had Christmas lights oh, up. Oh, okay, so yeah, So we got yeah. talking about lights. We got to talking about lights, and Bonnie said, like, what is up with the blue Christmas lights? <laughs> like, they're demonic. Like, <laughs> that, like they evoke evil sp- I mean, you went on. It was really uh, funny. And and they, got they just really got quiet. really quiet. And, and, we're, and they're like, kind of looked at us and they're like we have blue christmas lights <laughs> i know so it was bad it was really bad i was young and stupid okay? it was the funniest thing uh, luckily they were really funny people yes. and they uh, never let you live it down yep so we we all had holiday traditions growing up and and now we have them with our kids and what do those do for us why do we why do we like traditions or do we i mean what do those do for us what do you think you know, I think it 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 invokes this togetherness mm-hmm. feeling, um, that sense of nostalgia. I mean, 
when you're in the traditions every year, it, it gives you something that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look forward to Christmas. Well, I mean, to celebrate the, the arrival of our Savior and our mm-hmm. Messiah. But along with that, I look forward to Christmas for the memories we build with our kids mm-hmm. and the fun times we have with them and getting to be with the the ones we love, mm-hmm. you know, and eating <laughs> lots of incredible food. Yeah. But it does. It invokes this nostalgia and and um and it and you just it, it you look forward mm-hmm. to that and then you look back on it as well you know traditions as we look back on our traditions as childhood it brings up these good good feelings and memories of people we love and all so i think it is important i think that traditions are important and and even in scripture we see that that god wants us to establish some traditions or things that we do yearly. He set up in the Old Testament festivals. And even at the Last Supper, Jesus said, as you take this cup and eat this bread, do it in remembrance of me. It's mm-hmm. something you do, you, you know, do this often. And when you do it, remember me. So it's kind of a looking back and remembering what, what he did for us. But um, I know in the Old Testament, God established festivals for his people to celebrate you know, to remember what he did for them and to look forward to what mm-hmm. he was going to do in mm-hmm. the future. Like, um, you think of Passover and, um, mm. God established that one that, you know, um, when Israel was in bondage and slavery to in, um, Egypt and he, he was ready to deliver them. And he told him, he said, look, you, you put blood over the doorpost because the, at this last straw, after all these different things that have happened, you know, Pharaoh's going to let you go because I'm going to strike the firstborn of all the children in Egypt, but you, all of Israel, put your family inside the house and then mark the doorpost with mm. the blood of the animal and and then the angel of death will pass over your mm-hmm. your house and not harm you. And so he said, then then celebrate this. Remember it every year. Remember what I've done for you. But the cool thing was it was also looking forward to what was going to happen mm-hmm. in the future when he would send the Messiah to once and for all his blood would cause us mm. to be safe and to come into his family, brought, be brought into his home and to be passed over. So um, when, I think when we, when we, you know, it's good that we have traditions or we celebrate things and remember them because we look back on traditions maybe of our childhood. We, mm-hmm. okay, you kind of have this wonder that's sparked in you of all those good times. and Yeah, we remember the family members we've lost and, Mm-hmm. You know, it, for us, it brings back these warm, fuzzy memories, and mm-hmm. it may not be the same for you or for people who've had a difficult childhood, but maybe when you think of your past traditions, you rejoice in the fact that you were delivered from them, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Passover. Yeah, maybe so. Um, so that's good. I, I think the second thing, you know, traditions give us something to look forward to in the future, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I, I tell you one neat thing is every year, uh, we have a dance company here locally in our area that they host a dance, uh, uh, show, mm-hmm. I guess a Christmas, uh, what would you call that? Uh, production. Production. Yeah, that's good. At our church. And, um, and they sell tickets and they do a fundraiser and all this kind of stuff. And it's really cool. Like it's all these little kids. They do, uh, jazz hip-hop ballet ballet and uh and it's really a cool little production and uh and the owner of the studio goes to the church so that's why they have it there 
And so anyway, well, they have, uh, I've say, I sang at it. I sing at it every year, mm-hmm. just kind of as an intermission as the kids are changing you know, clothes. I'll sing a couple of songs. And, uh, and that was always fun for the kids to come to because they loved, it was fun. And yeah. um, Colby liked to see the cute little girls dancing. <laughs> and so, well, last year, that tradition flipped because instead of me just going and singing, Josie sang with me. Mm-hmm. And might have been one of my favorite things that happened last yeah. Christmas. And that is one of my favorite traditions is that little event. And so she sang with me. Well, this year when they asked me to sing, they said, uh, can you and Josie sing? <laughs> and it, it wasn't just me. So that we're doing That's it together. Cool. And there will soon be a day when they'll just say, can Josie sing? <laughs> <laughs> and I will sit in the crowd and I'll get to watch her. Uh-huh. And, and that is a, that is a great picture of the way traditions happen. And it gives you something to look forward to. It's it like does. It's coming. It's some, well, and, and, you know, a lot of people do Advent readings mm-hmm. in December, and we do an Advent reading every December, and our kids look forward to that. We, we have morning devotions throughout the year, but there's something that switches in them in December. It's not just the hurry and run, get in the car, we're going to, we're going to read our devotion on the way to school. Yeah. It's let's sit down, let's get ready for it. There's an anticipation that's built because Advent is all about come a coming, a coming that mm-hmm. Jesus came for us and he will come for us. It's about an arrival and we celebrate that and we look forward to the Advent. We look forward. Mm-hmm. It builds anticipation. It's like that Christmas morning, you know, it's like you couldn't sleep when you were a little kid because yeah. you knew Christmas was coming and yeah. um, you, you know, it was hard to sleep. And, in the same way, Advent is that anticipation of, it's exciting that mm-hmm. Jesus is coming. He'll and come for us. You know what's really cool is we celebrate the Advent of Jesus coming as the baby. Mm-hmm. But I believe we're sitting here celebrating the, um, the expectation of Jesus coming for his bride, mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And I think we're a whole lot closer to that than we are 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And how cool to be able to, that anticipation. We look back, but yet we also look forward mm-hmm. to his coming. Yes. And that's uh, that's so cool. That is cool. It, it, it They tie us to the past, but they help us to anticipate the good things to come. So what traditions can we create throughout the year as a married couple um, or as a family that benefit our marriage and family? Um, many times when couples come in for counseling, unless it's a, uh, if it's just a couple that's in a hard spot or they're just not clicking or they're, you know, we're not, we're not talking about infidelity. We're not talking about um, major financial wreckage or anything like that. They're just not getting along and they're not connecting. A lot of times I'll take them through an exercise where I ask them the question, um, when was your marriage the best it had ever been? Mm-hmm. And um, some couples will say when we first got together, some couples will say, hey, year three or year 10, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll, I'll have them talk about. So, so tell me what, what was evidence of that being a good time? You know, what were some characteristics of that time in your life that, um, that made it good? Mm-hmm. And they'll begin to list off, you know, well, and, and these are typically some of the answers. Well, I felt like we were. Um, more intentional, mm-hmm. you know, or we didn't have kids then or the kids were young and we were more intentional or we, um, we weren't so busy with work and we made time for each other mm-hmm. or, and they just go, you know, they go on through things. 
and then I'll ask them, okay, let's, let's, we'll write down those things and then we'll bring those into the present day and say, okay, how can we begin to implement some of these things? Because there's a lot of truth in this. If it worked for you in the past, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance it could work for you again in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, if that, if that brought a lot of contentment and, and, um, and, and happiness and a, a good health to your marriage, then, yeah, then you lost those things. You're not healthy now. Right. So why don't we try to put some of those things back in and see if we can get you get back to a good place. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's a good thing to do with, with us when it comes to traditions and when it comes to things we can do throughout the year. So what are those things that you can say, man, I remember when we used to do this and those were good times mm-hmm. when we look back on. I think we try, and, and that's one of the things, maybe we, you don't even realize that you have traditions built in that are good, and or maybe you've lost them, but I know there are things that, as we were thinking about this, I started thinking about all the things that we do. Like, so we read devotions with the kids before school. Mm-hmm. We we eat dinner together as and, a and, family. And let me say that, ain't, the, the devotions before school ain't always pretty. no. No. I mean, sometimes, you know, mornings is every every family. It's hectic, but um, sometimes it happens in the car yep. on the way. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Yep. Um, but I'd say consistently more often than not. Mm-hmm. We've got a little devotional book, and we try to mm-hmm. try to make that happen. Well, and we eat dinner together every night as a family, mm-hmm. and, that's, yeah. and that's something that I remember doing as a kid. Mm-hmm. That we some of my favorite times were sitting around the the dinner table, and I don't remember the individual conversations we had, but I remember that feeling mm-hmm. and how how warm and there was always a feeling of we're we're together, and I wanted to we we wanted to create that for our kids, and and so we may not that might not look pretty every night either. It might be you know well, especially rushing. as our kids get busy with baseball and all. Yep, sometimes it's in the car on the way to ball practice. Sometimes it's sitting at ball practice. Um, there's a statistic, and I don't know it. Um, if I had done research beforehand, I could have. But there's a statistic that is uh, families that eat dinner together um, stay together. Uh-huh. And it's a really high percentage. I want to say it's like 80% of families that eat dinner together every night mm-hmm. and couples stay together. Mm-hmm. And um, and you, you do a really good job of uh, every night you try to cook. Try. And not every family can do that, but... Um, but some nights it might, yeah, I know for some families it's a, you know, Mike, our pastor says, some nights it was a, a, a bag through the McDonald's window, but at least we sat down together and had that time yeah. together. Yep. And uh, and that's so important. That's so important. We have a tradition of, Bonnie and I, we've said this many times on the podcast because we're firm believers in it, of going to bed at the same time every night. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now we've done it for so long, it's just second hand, second nature, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's a that's a big tradition thing that we have in our marriage that we feel makes us healthier. And then there's some of the just simple things like that, you know, you don't think it's a tradition, but then you, like for us, we have special meals that we eat when we mm-hmm, camp or, mm-hmm. um, you know, or we'll go to a way together at my birthday every year. I kind of look forward to that. It, I mean, we don't do it every year, but most years. And We go to church together on Sundays. Yeah. If, if I mean, I have to go early because I work there, but I try to slip in and sit with you mm-hmm. for a little bit in the service. Yep. Um, and all these traditions, and you could probably do the same thing. You go through and, and think of those things. Think of those things that you have in your life or maybe 
at a better time in your marriage, the best time in your marriage that you had, mm-hmm. and write them down or, or think through them and, and bring some of those things back in. Um, because all these traditions create good bonding experiences, and they give us something to look forward to in the future, you know. I mean, I look forward to our Friday nights mm-hmm. because Friday night's family fun night. Yep. And we either do pizza or Mexican. We just do something I as don't a have to cook. That's it's right. The one night, one night of the week I don't cook. And yeah. she doesn't care what we eat, but she just doesn't want to cook. And you don't want to pick it either. Nope. I plan the rest of the meals. I'm like, I don't want to plan it. You, y'all decide. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. But So Christmas is a great time for traditions, but it's also, it's really crazy time. It can, you know, you have the traditions and sometimes those, those, uh, you do a lot of fun things and, and you enjoy those traditions, but sometimes you can lose the main thing Mm -hmm. in the traditions if you're not careful. And we have to be careful to make sure that the main thing is the main thing, which Mm -hmm. is, which is Jesus and celebrating his birth. And, um, and, and that's something that we want to make sure that Jesus is not just a tradition for us, but he is an ongoing daily thing. And so that's something we don't, you know, it seems like during during Christmas, we do those Advent readings and things intentionally, and that draws us closer together. And we've got to find ways throughout the year to make sure we're keeping the main person, the main thing in our lives. And yeah, um, yeah. We sure do. So I think that's a good that's good homework for you is go back through and if you're not at a not at a good place, find those things that were evident in your marriage when you were at a really good healthy place. And then and then bring those back in and create those those traditions. Or if you do have good healthy traditions, just like Bonnie said, and keep keep the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, here's the other important thing is, and I know I can get guilty of this, don't spend all your time um, buying gifts and doing things for your people and, and misconnection with your people. Take this time and really connect with them. Um, the, you know, they're the, it's Jesus and your family is a great thing to really be able to focus on. We can go to all the events, all the things, and just miss out on connecting. So do that. And that's what we're going to plan to do for the rest of this month. That's exactly right. So this will be our last podcast of 2020. And it was really hard because I think this is number 48, 49. 49. Yes. And it was so tough to leave on 49 and not at least go to 50. But we thought, you know what? We've got a lot going on and some really cool stuff we want to roll out to you guys in 2020. And so we're going to spend some time with family this month. So listen. Take the time with your family and then join us back next year for a great 2021. All right. That's it for this week and actually for this year. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, well, listen, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Marriage Adventure. And you can go to www.themarriageadventure.com. Check us out. Follow us on our blog. And we will see you next year.